Welcome to the New York Giant cast. We are now three in a row, and there's one word to say. DeVito! Let's go, baby! Three in a row. Oh, Whoa, what a day, eh? What a night. There we go. Definitely what a night. Well, what what morning it turned out to be. I think True. I went to bed about quarter to five in the morning watching that game. Worth it, though, isn't it? Worth it. Yeah, we ended up. It nearly we nearly threw it away in giant style, but yeah, <laughs> you know we we've seen it before this year against the Jets. We've seen we could definitely throw games away. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, what a performance in the end. I mean, if you'd have told me when Tommy DeVito came in that we'd have had any chance of winning any of these games, I would have said no. Maybe the Patriots just because they are that bad, but to go three, three and zero, and and it's not like we're playing. You know, teams aren't scoring, and we're sort of winning seven nil. I mean, last night we scored points, um, and yeah, we just. I mean, that throw to Isaiah Hodgins. Obviously, we'll go into the game more in depth, but that throw there, the one he hit to Wonder Robinson, like he's just playing with confidence, isn't he? Ah, oh, he's flying. The whole team's flying. I feel like there's a lot. The defense is like. I feel like this close to being great. Um, everybody in that whole team yesterday, apart from the odd little slight mistake here and there, um, probably on the offensive line, if anything, but the rest of it was just, it was just magic. Um, DeVito's management of the game was different gravy. I think you can see the atmosphere as well around the ground. It was just feeling like a little bit more positive and I feel like everyone was just a little bit more, yeah, it's back to how it should be for the G-men, isn't it? Yeah, massively. And um, look, I think the, the expectation this season is still not to not to panic. Um, you know, this season we, we, look, we've got we've got a very slim chance yeah. of getting in there. The good thing is that there are one, two, three. I'm just looking at it now. Four. There are five teams currently on six and seven, mm-hmm. and then there's the Vikings on seven and six. Now the chances are the Vikings at seven and six are probably too far ahead of us to catch. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think so yeah. So. You're looking at it going, well, there's four teams, obviously, the divisional winners, and then there's three more teams. Currently, then three spaces are occupied by the 10 and 3 Eagles, who obviously can't catch, the Minnesota Vikings at 7 and 6, and then the Green Bay Packers currently still occupy the last place at 6 and 7. Mm-hmm. However, two of them five teams that are above us at 6 and 7, we play in the Rams and the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yep. But by beating them, so but yeah, my point is, if we beat the Saints on su- Sunday, we go above them. So that'll be them out of the way. Then yep. you beat the Rams, and that'll be them out of the way. So then that leaves just the Falcons, Seahawks, and Green Bay. Now the problem is, we do need to be and beat the Eagles. This yeah. is where it sort of gets. <laughs> that's the problem, mate. <laughs> that that no, that's the big problem. You know, it would have been nicer if we'd have had. The Saints and the Rams, and then going and then having Eagles back to back weeks. Because I yeah. just think you go into them two Eagles games with absolutely no pressure, where because it splits it, we're almost, if we, I mean, if we get battered on Christmas Day, probably going to go into the Rams game not caring because we might think we're already out of it. I mean, we might not beat the Saints yet. So, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to sort of, you know, look too far ahead, but how can you not when you're 3 0? Yeah, exactly that, mate. Exactly. Um, I feel like it would have been nice not to have had to play Philly twice. If we only had them once, maybe the other game was Washington. We would have cancelled our chances, but we know what our record's like against Philly. No matter if, if we win the other three games, it's still maybe half a chance. I think one thing in our favour is you've got, I think the three teams there you're saying, you're saying Atlanta, Saints, and I think, you know, Tampa Bay, they're all in the same, I think, in that division here. And I think they're all six and seven or close yeah, enough. Yeah, so you've got, who, who's it? Six and seven teams are, so, well... 
it, it, I mean, this is how tight the the the, the conference is in yeah. the NFC. From the Buccaneers group, so obviously you've got the Bucks, Saints, Falcons, and the Panthers. Yeah, Bucks, Saints, and Falcons are all on six at seven. That's what I thought. Yeah, so you know, and that, the Bucks play the Packers this weekend. Yeah, and I think both them three teams. Seven. And the Falcons them... play the Panthers, who they're going to beat the Panthers, so they're going to go seven and seven. You'd expect so, yeah. Um, and I think all three of them teams, I'm not sure if they have to play each other yet, but I'm sure they've got to play each other once, not twice. Half of them, them three teams. Yeah, anyway, the Seahawks have got team, the Eagles so... Tuesday night. Yeah, but they, you expect them to probably well lose that. You would have thought. I think yeah. Gino's out as well, so that means they're going to go back to the second run at the second QB. So Drew Lock, you know, he put up a fight against 49ers, but. I can't. Eagles are going to want revenge after. I mean, this is all still. We're still banking on the fact that we're going to go beat the Saints yet in their backyard. So, you know, it's, it's all hypothetical talking. But I think we have got a good record there, though. I mean, we've, we've yeah, we've got a good record. Really I mean, good just, performance. We're just inconsistent, right, aren't we? I mean, I know we've done well recently, but you just sort of don't know how we're going to turn up because even last night, I mean, the first, I'd probably say the first twenty odd minutes, we looked pretty poor last night. Yeah. Um, and if it wasn't for a couple of flag that sort of helped us move up the pitch we weren't that great and I think yeah with, with the VR it's more just a confidence thing once he gets one nice throw he seems to be able to get a couple um, yeah. although it does make me laugh when they call someone a rookie and they're like 25 years old I'm like <laughs> yeah when you when you think rookie you just think like they're like under 21 like we do in our football like you know what I mean if they're if they're a, a youth academy player you wouldn't say you, you wouldn't be 25 you wouldn't come through a youth academy at 25 would he Nah. Um, but yeah, it does make me laugh that he's like he's he's literally a year above me, like Crazy. year older than me, and he's a rookie. There's still yeah. time for me to come into it. There's still time, mate. Maybe you're it's going to be, you know, yeah. Harry Mania is going to be running around. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, and I'm, I'm coming back. I'm taking the Giants to the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> I'll be a tight end, mate. I reckon I can still do that. Yeah. Um, but no, I think like going back to Devito, I feel like he's he's much better when he's running the ball as well, doing these like little quick plays off, and I think he's got. He's got the legs to do some run plays, which has been exciting. Like I said, if he's confident, he's confident. But I think I mentioned earlier as well, his his time management has been great. And in that last, like I said, right at the end of that game um, yesterday, his throws were just <laughs> exceptional. Um, the good throw, like you said, to Hodgson's, um, I think he's, that's what we need. I, I feel like with Daniel Jones, I think there'd be a bit of panic going on if he had you know, a two-minute drive. I think he'd be pushing the ball. And I I thought Devito might be the same, but yesterday just showed that you know he's not. He's more relaxed. I think he's he's just more relaxed in that in that QP position that we've had for a while, in my opinion. What did you think about the game yesterday? And so, if we start off with the game, what was your? I know you get the win, but what's your initial thoughts? Like, how do you think the whole team played in overall? Yeah, I, I thought defensively we were we were a lot sharper. I think you know Packers haven't lost in December. Someone was telling me for like ages. Um, and I think obviously they they were themselves going into that game on a three game win streak, so they they were looking to make it four. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know we don't score points at home this year. We're all still struggling. So when we went seven 0 down just before the end of the first, I thought this is going to be a long morning. Yeah, um, I was I was dreading it honestly because <laughs> at that point it was it was neither team were playing well. It was more the fact that no offense to Tommy DeVito, but. Jordan Love is more likely to make better plays than he is. Um, 100%, yeah. So, you know, once the Packers go 7-0 up, it's sort of crap well, now we've got to actually come out and, and do stuff. But to be honest, we come into the the second quarter and 
I don't know what happened. I don't know what if something was said during that sort of like what is it a two minute break between each quarter. Yeah. Something must have been said because Devito came out, started playing sort of you know fifteen ten yard passes to get us these first downs, and then obviously you know the man that has basically carried us for the last few years, Saquon Barkley, you know he's coming up with the trumps. I think he's probably gone under the radar for last night's performance on the basis that Devito looked very good, 100%. Um, but he was amazing for us last night and in in my opinion was was our best player. Oh, for sure. I think his little fumble at the end was a bit disappointing. I mean, it happens, but it was it's a typical Giants thing that no matter whether it's Bart or someone, we always seem to make a, like a bit of a mistake right at the end of the game to put us in a position where we could lose it. And, not, and to be fair, normally we would lose them games. So it's quite nice to see us actually go down the ground, go down the ground, go down the, the pitch and get that winning field goal. And um, yeah, it was nice to see. So, you know, without Gano there, we're a little, oh, we got that kick here. I know it's his second stint, but... You know, he already missed one early in the game. But no, he came up trumps with that, I think it was 38, 39 yarder to win us the game, which was good. Um, yeah. I mean, we shouldn't have got in that position in the first place, to be honest. Yeah. We should have had yeah. the game sealed. Should have been over. Um, but like you said, defence looks really, really good. I think we're, it's getting up there. I thought Banks was brilliant. I know maybe the, um, you know, the touchdown for them, it's probably his fault with them getting the touchdown. But he looked class last night. Um. And for me, I know you said Barkley, but I thought Pinnock last night was outstanding. In defense. Yeah, Pinnock loves an interception at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been playing brilliant. Um, and I thought he was just outstanding last night. And against, I know that you can say the Packers were out. I think it was Watson last night as well. So they probably lacked a little bit on offense. But I think every team, no matter whether they're lacking something, they've always got, you know, they're decent players, aren't they? They're playing in the NFL. They're still world class players. And um, I thought we just looked really, really good last night. There was not really, normally when I watch a Giants game, like, oh, we're going to let a big play here. But recently, the last few, these, this win streak, I thought, oh, do you know what? We're gonna we're gonna be alright here. We're gonna be good. So, yeah, hopefully they can continue to play the way they are. Because you know, it's, it's only the Saints as well. And I know at the start of the season, I'll be honest, I thought the Saints were gonna have a good year and win that division quite comfortably. But what I've seen of them, Carr's not really a hundred percent. Alave's a good good wide receiver. We, you're gonna have to watch him. Um, Kamara is obviously dangerous, but I feel like they're pretty similar to us on a lot of things on that team. I think we're a very similar yeah. team. I mean, my brother messed me. He watched the game last night and he watched it from his place and, and he said you're going to do crimes against us and but I think that's him trying to play it down so that when they do, they do lose you know yeah. or if they do lose it's sort of like well I did say this last week so yeah I'm, I'm not like going into it overly confident I think going in three and oh is and now looking at it going we've got two teams that are just above us and if we beat each of them we go above them in the seedings uh-huh. which means we have even more of a chance the problem is we're going to have to win one of these two eagle games have to yeah you know what I did like last night, though? And it didn't seem to get mentioned too much, but I thought the offensive line was brilliant. Do you think so? Yeah, I thought it was. Compared to, I mean, Tommy DeVito doesn't get sacked in the game. Yeah. I thought we held our own. I mean, I, I, I did see, on, I hit, also did, did hear on the commentary that the Packers' defence isn't great. But, you know, you'd usually, you know, one or two sacks with DeVito. I thought DeVito got out of the pocket quite well, to be fair, sometimes and went on a nice run. But I yeah. thought the offensive line actually done. I mean, look, they, they weren't amazing, but I thought they'd done their job quite well last night. And I think that's probably the first time this season we've actually looked like we've had a stable offensive line. Yeah, I think protecting Devito when he was throwing the ball, I think we were good last night. I feel like still when we're running the ball, I know Barkley makes things happen, but I still think we're, it needs to improve there because there was a, quite a few times last night we were fourth and one, three and one, and it was just Barkley was just running it. He was just going literally. There was no protection from at all. They just literally got destroyed really but yeah they protected DeVito well last night but I think that was more on DeVito than anywhere else hopefully that the games like that I think you're right that the Packers 
you know, they're not strong on defence really than they have been over previous years. So we've got to take advantage of that. I think the Saints defence is strong. I think they gave up what six points just the other weekend. So I think they're gonna probably come at us a bit and I think they sacked the quarterback a few times. So look they're gonna to have to up their game on Sunday, but you know, it's it, there's definitely signs of improvement in the whole team at the moment and um it's exciting. I think really exciting. Yeah, I I, I think we've uh, we 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 done well last night and um, obviously mentioned Saquon Barkley obviously scored two touchdowns, but the run before Barkley does actually score a touchdown from DeVito. Oh, please! Oh, I just wanted him to get that extra yard. I wanted like I love Barkley, but I just wanted DeVito to get that rushing touchdown. Yeah, I think everyone wanted a celebration. They they all wanted it. The crowd was ready to go. I mean, I thought he was in. Like initial thought thing, I I thought so I was I. in. Yeah, yeah. Well, just about in. I mean, thank Ooh. God Barkley did go in because you could you imagine if we got to, like fourth and goal and then went for a field goal over that. No, oh, imagine, yeah. Who was it that he ran into? I think he ran into one of our players. They need to stop him from. Uh... Yeah, oh, who did he hit? Um... Oh, I've completely forgotten, but yeah, like it, whoever. It I was... think he hit Slayton on the way through. I think it was Darius. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, so <laughs> it was just one of those, wasn't it? But he he played like he he was on point yesterday. I mean, like I said, we're going into these games potentially. You know, we're in contention. I think I'm a, I'm slightly disappointed that. We're going into it in contention, not worthy of being in the playoffs. Look, I don't think we'd have ever been ten and three with our schedule, but I'd have liked us to have been a little bit higher. But having a chance to go into playoffs, no matter as a fan, it's still nice to see. And it, I think, it's shown that we've got the team there potentially with another good draft in the, in the, um, the off season that we can be worthy playoff contention. There's still lots of room to uh, room to progress, hundred percent. But there's definite signs of a a team developing in the in the Giants you know, at the moment. Oh, 100%. And, like, I think this year, I think, like, the schedule obviously doesn't help. Yeah. But I think we maybe, did, did we go into it maybe too overconfident? I think probably. We sort of thought we would get, you know, we thought we'd split the Cowboys series. They destroyed us. We thought we'd pick up wind where, you know, we, we, we didn't in the end. But I think we've had, to be fair, I mean, it's not been an awful... I think it's... The, the three and O's made it look a lot nicer than it probably actually is. Yeah. Um, but you have to remember. I mean, we've had injuries galore this year, and every team gets injuries. So I'm not going to use that as an excuse as to why we haven't done well. But we really have been impacted. You know, um, Dexter Lawrence, Andrew Thomas, Daniel Wall- Jones, and pretty Wall- sure who's out for a period. Tyra Taylor, like. Yeah, Dan Waller. Yeah, you could just go on and just name players, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's football, isn't it? And we can't make we can't make excuses. One thing I did like is, um, well, it's going to sound bad when I first say it. The special teams, we made a mess of uh, a play, and I was thought Packers going to score a touchdown here. But it was like they got the ball on like the twenty-five yard line or something silly like that. Yeah, and then we we held them to a field goal. It was good to see, wasn't it? it was good. I know we mucked up on specialties. It's good to see us not give away an easy touchdown. Where previous years we would have done that, even previous games we would have done that. Um, so I think that was quite. The, the defense was solid last night. Um, special teams wise, I think we had a couple of them where we almost mucked up. I know they mucked up a few as well, but definitely needs improvement on that aspect going into the Saints game. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, carry on. No, one question I was going to say to you is not going to defense for thingy. So, DeVito Mania is running wild. Daniel Jones comes back, end of the season. Well, say even start of next season, DeVito beats, I don't know, say beats the Saints, beats the Rams, wins them three games we're saying about, loses both to Philly, ends is what, six and two or something, whatever it would be. 
going to the next season, he paid the money, obviously, for Daniel Jones. He's paid the money, so he's more likely to come in. Are you putting him straight in back in the team? Or is there a bit of you like, well, hold on a minute. He's had enough chances. What are you doing? It's, it's borderline impossible that DeVito plays week one next year on the basis that Daniel Jones is fully fit on a number of reasons. Daniel Jones, when he, signed, when he signed that contract, signed a hefty fee and the Giants cannot let that not play. They, they have to play him. You know? <laughs> if it was like a tight end on a big bit of money, you know, you can sort of, but not 40 million. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that's that they have to play him. Um, they're not going to trade him away. They're not going to try and work a deal out where they maybe pay less or, you know, they get rid of him and pick someone else up. Not going to do that. Daniel Jones will play week one next season. All DeVito is doing is, number one, increasing his stock. So, you know, if a team are interested, maybe we can try and get something out of that. I do like DeVito, and I, and I don't think Tyra Taylor will be there next year. Was he now 35, 36? So, I'd personally rather have DeVito in as an understudy, Daniel Jones. Yeah, for um, sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure DeVito knows as well that he's out there while Daniel Jones isn't available. And all he can do is just play as well as he can. And like I said that's either going to improve his stock so that then he gets a nice, he gets a nice trade and maybe goes and plays QB1 for a team that maybe struggled this year. You know, the Carolina Panthers, for example. Or the Giants. Come on and go, well, no, we'll have you as our QB2. Um, let go of Tyra Taylor. And then when, you know, Jones is, is inevitable, inevitable that he's going to get injured next season or, you know, games where we're winning or losing massively. Devito can come out and get some more minutes. So, um, yeah, Devito won't start week one next year unless, well, the only way would be if Daniel Jones isn't fit. Yeah, no, no, I, t- I totally agree with you, mate. I just feel like if I'm Devito and I do make somehow, you know, get the Giants to the playoffs for the season we've had, you know, you've got to be thinking, well, hold on a minute, I've done that. I've, you know, would Daniel Jones have done that? I, I don't believe he would have done, I'll be honest. I don't think he was at the right level of confidence at the moment for him to have got us. Oh, he was shot to bits. He's gone. He's gone. And I don't know, can he, can he go? Can he come back? I mean, he's had enough time with us to... Now, I, I feel like he's a very good quarterback. I'm not saying he's not. I feel like he's... Like, at the start of the season, we were saying number two, and I, I really went into the season with a lot of optimism for Daniel Jones. And I think the schedule at the start was a tough schedule. But... His, his head's probably gone a little bit. He needs to the schedule next season. Say we have, I don't know, we start the season with three, four winnable games, playing teams that are on losing records this year, you know, and we start the season with a good chance of maybe going three and one, four and zero. We go into that season with Daniel Jones as the number one quarterback for us, and he goes, I don't know, two and two, one and three. We're doomed. We're doomed. We're absolutely doomed because that guy is a confidence quarterback, and if he's losing games that we should be winning. DeVito's sitting on the sideline, potentially, like, the crowd are probably wanting to come in, you know, the hands, hand symbols are coming out, like, you know, it's it's going to be, again, hostile, so we're hoping that, no matter, we're playing with freedom right now, aren't we? We're just going into this end of the season, I think all fans were like, well, I know me and you were like, you know what, season's kind of done, if you get some wins, confidence builds up again, but I honestly believe next season, the first five games for Daniel Jones, probably his career is on the line more than anything, really. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with the. Um, oh, I forgot what you just said. Then um, you were saying. Sorry, I've actually just forgot. I was like, yeah, you made a really good point, and I've genuinely just forgotten what you just said. Um, oh my god, 
I don't know where it was now. It was something to do with DeVito. Oh, DeVito probably sitting on the sideline if we if we don't make the playoffs. If, if, say, he gets the playoffs and, he, like, Daniel Jones does have an easy schedule and, you know, crowd are asking for him to come on. I mean, it's, it's one of those, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. I feel like Daniel Jones is going to be under a lot, a lot of pressure considering how... Oh, well, yeah, no, I've thought my point now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well done, mate. <laughs> so, what, when you said about <laughs> being in pressure for Daniel Jones... This would be my only thing with DeVito right now is where you said he's not really playing. There's no pressure on us this year. Yeah, We haven't seen him in a high-pressure game where the Giants need to win. So, if we beat the Saints on Sunday, all of a sudden, we need to win. Potentially, if results go our way, we're going to need to beat the Rams, but we may need to beat one, win one of these two Eagles games. And it would yeah. just be interesting to see if once the pressure like, gets put on, because let's put it this, if we beat the Saints and go 4-0, Christmas Day's game, especially if results go our way, could be like win and like you control your own destiny at mm-hmm. that point. And it's like, so it'd be interesting to see when the pressure's on and people start believing because people are starting to make noise now. And you know, we'd like see temp still, but it's just because like those teams are literally one game above us. So if we do get in and around that playoff zone going into sort of the Eagles and Rams games, then. Oh mate, yeah, it's, we just haven't seen him play at a, a level where you know there's pressure and he needs to go out there and perform. Right now, he's playing with freedom. Where you know, if we'd have lost last night, everyone would have gone. Well, it's a gut in, but season was over anyway. Yeah, but the, the pre- like you said, the, I think pressure starts now for him. I think now the fans are starting to. We've got a chance now. We're thinking, oh, okay, we can we, we can beat the Saints. I think like everyone's going into that game that knowing, okay, we're away to the Saints. We've got to travel there, but. Like we've just said earlier, on paper, very similar teams. There's not a lot of difference between us. If he can go over to, I completely forgot the name of the stadium, but if he can go, say, go to Saints Stadium and go and pick up a dub there, we go in 4 and 0, 6 and, you know, whatever, you know, then he's got to make it, even his stocks going up and up and up. Like, and then, yeah, Christmas Day, that's going to be, everyone's going to be watching. It's the only game on Christmas Day at half nine, you know, everyone is going to be watching that game in America, wherever. And, it's all on him. It's all on him because we haven't beaten Philly in how many years, you know. And Daniel Jones hasn't done it. So if Daniel Jones can't do it and DeVito can go there and do it, you know, it's only stating the more and more case because, yeah, like you said, I feel like it's going to be all pressures on him now from this moment on. He's had the three games, but now I think, you know, it's starting now and we'll see what he's like on the weekend. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I was looking at another team that potentially could be in a bit of trouble. The Vikings are at seven and six. And they are going to play a Jerry Burrowless Bengals, but they are playing away. Mm-hmm. So they lose that to go seven and seven, and then they play the Lions. Okay. So then they would go seven and eight, which would mean that if we won our next two games, which I know is the Eagles after the Saints, but we would then be um, doing better than them. And then they play the Packers, who will also need a win on week seventeen. Yeah, that's that schedule tough. And then they will play the Lions again to finish. That's a, that's a tough division, that. And, you know, the Lions are, I don't know, they're a funny team. I can't read them. At the start of the season, I thought they'd win that league comfortably, division comfortably. And they probably are. They think they're two games clear. But then they played the Bears this weekend and got battered. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to see that. There's no sort of... The NFC I think the 49ers definitely. and Cowboys have done well, to be fair. Yeah, I um, Cowboys, but... 49ers and Eagles. 
in the in the NFC are just too they're too good. They're they're, they're yeah. three best teams by quite a country way. AFC very strong, but yeah, the three yeah, teams I, in the NFC. It's gonna be weird. I, like I, I still even at, even at eight and five, I still think the Chiefs will go far in the playoffs. I, would, will they win it this year? That's gonna be interesting. Um, I said the Ravens you... lines at the start with the Super Bowl, mate, and I tell yeah, you, what, you did, yeah, Ravens. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking there. <laughs> the Ravens are looking very good, um, and yeah, for them, I mean, the Chiefs, the chances they're going to be, they're going to, I mean, they'd have to lose two more games out of the next four to not win their division, so they're going to be fine with that. I know we're talking about the Giants on here, but did that play for the Chiefs? Did you see it that lateral? Oh, what with the Tony thing? What a clown he is. I mean, we've got to bring oh. it up because he's an absolute fraudster anyway, but I loved it. I loved the Kelsey throw and even getting um, getting come back. But, God, if we did something like that for us, I'd be fuming, right? <laughs> but he's definitely offside. There's no debate about it. But yeah. What a play to do in that. The thing is, throw. I don't like the Buffalo Bills. Um, so I hate when they win. Yeah. I find them just a, a knockoff team that try and make themselves a re- <laughs> they just try and make themselves relevant isn't they? like, they've never done anything in their in their franchise history so yeah but they, every Buffalo Bill fan I ever encounter on Twitter seems to think they're the bees knees they think they're like the 99 United treble winners okay like, yeah, they humble do. yourself immediately because you know like, I mean you got you done well like what was it the year when they lost in like the 30 with 30 seconds to go yeah but apart from that they've never actually done anything special to be honest they've always been Good regular season team, and in the playoffs they crumble. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I do. I like the Chiefs because I just I, I like Patrick Mahomes. I think Andy Reid's a good head coach. But yeah, I'd be I'd be fuming about that. I mean, <laughs> the thing about Tony is he's quick, and obviously that is like the main thing. That and handles is probably the two main things a wide receiver needs. So when he does actually get the ball in his hands, he is very hard to sort of stop, and and he will get you yards. But he's just a clown, like a clown. I would rather have someone that's not going to score as many touchdowns, but he's just going to work hard and fight for his yards over that guy. I just can't. I've never liked him. I didn't like him in the Giants. Didn't like when we first got him. I always thought he had an ego about him and he was better than everyone. Um, He got a ring last year with the Chiefs. um, And he probably know he was the main part of that. But... I mean, when you've got Mahomes and Kelsey in your team, they just carry you and you can just, you know, claim a ring, can't you? Well, I mean, I mean that, that is literally the, the, the thing, isn't it? You can get one or two, maybe three world-class NFL players in key positions. Yeah. Like, we're talking, like, top three of their group. Then you're going to go far, regardless of, like, the build around it. Because we see it, like, even with Patrick Mahomes now. I mean, his his wide receiver group is not great. That's dreadful. But, and so he's and he still makes plays. I mean, his literal only option going forward is Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and so he's only got a tight end option, but he's still eight and five, you know. So once you have them three very good players, it just makes your life so much easier. And it's like you know with, with the Eagles, obviously you've got Jalen Hurts, etc. Cowboys, unfortunately, as much as I hate it, they have got Dak Prescott and they have got other good players. CD Lamb's unreal, isn't he? Yeah, and then obviously you know, you've got like Christian McCaffrey. Brock Purdy obviously had a bit of a few few um, hiccups, but he's a very good quarterback. All the good teams have a core of players, and I guess that's really the difference between like us and the, us and them. I'm not saying man for man outside of that we're equal to them, but 
bar Saquon Barkley, we don't have sort of any X factor players. No one that will, you know, come in and just flip the game on its head. Um, no. You know, you can imagine Christian McCaffrey could sit out for the first half. Team would be down 40 nil. He'd come out win win the game for you. You know, the only person I can see doing that on our team would be Barkley, but Barkley's not even half the player. Because I, I literally Christian McCaffrey. I thought Barkley was a lot closer, but having watched him this year, Christian McCaffrey is by far the best running back in this league. Oh, and sure not is. even a second. Like it's so far to being the next best player riding running back in the league. It's an absolute joke. But do you think that's partly? Look, I think he's an unbelievable player. Don't get me wrong. But do you think he's helped as well for playing for the 49ers now? Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, with the, with the Carolina Panthers team, get the so it's so easy for him because that offensive line is just unreal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's why when I say like you have these world class players, you still do need sort of you know yeah, decent sure. enough players in and around you. You can't just have dog crap, but you still have to make your own yards. And mm-hmm. when McCaffrey gets the ball, he's still got to break through um, and not get caught. And yeah, it's just, it's just like, this little between us and an elite team, I think. I think I don't feel like. I feel like what 49ers did there was doing that trade for McCaffrey was they went for it. They know they've got, what, three or four years for McCaffrey. It was a big trade to do. They gave away a few first-round picks or whatever, but they knew that McCaff- what McCaffrey is. He's, you know, you can go to the draft and think, oh, okay, we're going to get this superstar, whatever. But it's shown this year they haven't. They've driven, a, they've got the first draft pick and they've, he's just not turned out, has he? He's not done it. Um, so if I'm 49ers, I'm thinking, look, I've got Brock Purdy, who's a you know, um, like last Mr. Irrelevant, last pick of the draft. So now I've not really had to worry too much about paying him a big contract. So I've got McCaffrey on elite contracts. I've got Kittle. I've got Debo Samuel. I've got Brandon Ayuk. You've got five players there. I mean, if we had any of them, we'd be buzzing, right? You know, if you're being... Oh, yes. I'll take any one of them. Yeah. And that's in just one team. And then you've got their defence on top of that with, um, is it Nick Bosa? I mean, that yeah. team's just frightening. Um, whoever wins the Super Bowl is going to have to go through them. It's that they're, they're For me, they're probably the the best team in the NFL right now. I think a lot, I love Baltimore. I think they're they're probably going to be the best team in the AFC right now as well. But I feel like over on the NFC side, on our side, I think you've got to respect that the 49ers will beat anybody right now. Yeah, I, I thought it would be... A, I mean, if the, if the NFC... I never want the NFC to win it if it's not the Giants. I always want the AFC to beat the NFC because um, it just makes me feel like we're all, <laughs> we're all in the same playing field. It's not, you know, whether you whether you come bottom of the thing or whether you get to the Super Bowl in the day, if you don't win it, yeah, you know, we're all in all the same boat, aren't we? Um, yeah, the 49ers. I mean, the only thing with the 49ers is when you mentioned about obviously giving away their first round picks and stuff. In four years' time, if they haven't got a Super Bowl, then that trade was a flop. Regardless of these stats for the 49ers, True. if they don't bring home a Super Bowl, yep. that, that's, a, that's a flop of a... A trade because the whole point of trading for Christian McCaffrey was he was going to bring him a Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, not just him individually, but you know the team they've actually built. Because I mean, their future in terms of, I imagine once that that cycle ends, they're going to be pretty poor for a few years because the players are just going to go away. They're not going to have the picks to sort of bring back through the decent players, so they're going to be in a bit of a muddle. So. Yeah, true. But then I guess you just never know, do you, mate? Look, like Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally next few seasons, they'll search. probably trade one of them off and get someone else on a longer contract. So it sort of just keeps the cycle going for longer. Yeah. They're going to be, they're gonna, like you said, I think they've got another three or four years with them, with that, with all these players around them. But yeah, they're probably going to be the danger. I mean, it's just great. Isn't it? It's been great that we can talk about this. You know, we're going into it with a little bit of optimism for the Giants, but also knowing that there's the NFC is great. The league's just fantastic. And I just can't wait. 
for this weekend and I can't wait for the playoffs. The playoffs are always, you know, brings out the games. I'll probably try and nearly watch every playoff game if available. It's just going to, it's fantastic. So, what we're saying about this weekend, are we going 4-0? Oh, this is tough. This is tough. Um, I've got it now because I think we've, we've got a chance <laughs> of ours. I think I've got to go that we're going to win. I mean, I think if we don't win this week, I'll probably back us to lose the next three because I think, I mean, Eagles is going to be tough enough for the next two anyway. Yes. And then, But I just don't think that, obviously, we'll be going to the Rams game out of the playoffs, so we just won't care where the Rams might still have a fighting chance they're going to need to beat us. Um so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say so we're gonna beat the Saints. I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a low scoring game because I think both defenses are very good and both offenses ain't that great. I think we might have a slightly better offense than them um, in terms of obviously we've got Saquon Barkley, he's better than Kamara, and I think we're better at defending the running game against the Saints than they'll be defending us potentially. Um, I'm gonna go fourteen ten to New York Giants. Love it. I love a little win. Um, I'm feeling the same kind of thing. I think it'll be low scoring. I feel like maybe a few more points than you. I'm going to go something like 21-17. But I think we come out of there 4-0 and absolutely DeVito Mania is going wild. Like It's next level. His agent's dressing up. It's the family are all over the place. Every TV show, all over the place they're going to be. And um, we're going to go into Christmas Day more confident we've probably been all season. Um, yeah, we're going four and zero, baby. Right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up there. Hopefully, by next time we record one, well, it's going to be one more podcast before Christmas. Absolutely. For that Eagles game, so uh, hopefully next time I see you will be four and zero, uh, and staring down them teams in the playoff hunt. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> see you later, mate. Take it easy, boy.